Welcome to the Barrel Rollers podcast, episode two. The Barrel Rollers are a collective of sim driving content creators and Twitch streamers, and we're currently the premier Dirt Rally 2.0 community on Twitch. In this, our second episode, we will be exploring the origins of the Barrel Rollers, a quick recap of the journey that got us to where we are today, and what we're looking forward to in the future. So for the next hour or so, we hope you enjoy with your hosts, Wolvie3591, myself, Rain Dancer AU, and a first-timer to the podcast who we will be introducing right now. Joining us today is um, the other founder, the other original of the Barrel Rollers, and that's Casual Kev TV. It's, it's a real pleasure to have him here. There he um, is. Pickles himself. <laughs> there he is. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Really, uh, none of this would have happened without Casual Cave TV. Absolutely none of it. Um, Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um, I can't. I, you know, I think you guys would be okay without me. But <laughs> I, I accept. I accept. I accept the praise. We, but we, you guys would be all right without we me. We might have been okay without you, but now we got to have you, brother. Now we got to have you. Uh, we need you. I mean, I, I still recall um, how I I first saw Kev. Uh, my 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 very first experience of of casual Kev TV was I, I can't remember which stream it was. My my second or third stream, uh, second or third day of streaming, maybe something like that. And I I, I think I must have been wrapping up my stream, and saying thank you to everyone and thinking in 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 those days you know maybe i had two or three viewers and my chat wasn't very active at all and as i was wrapping up i just saw casual kev tv's name pop up with a thumbs up and the effect that that simple emote had on me was huge it really was huge um, and I think, I think it was a thumbs up and then a follow. And that was my very first, um, uh, meet of casual cave TV. And then I, I thought, okay, well, I, I, let's go check him out. Afterwards, I, I dropped into his channel, had a little bit of a watch and I was like, this guy's cool. What a lovely guy. Um, and then really shortly after that, I think I had another stream and, um, TTV Impreza, Inferno Impreza, in, in our Discord, popped up and said, um, Hi, uh, Casual Cave TV sent me over. He says you're a great streamer. And that blew me away. It absolutely blew me away. Um, and then I think from there, you know, we, we hung out a bit more and, and chatted a bit more. But, um, you know, Kev was, was just somebody off in the distance who'd, who'd given me a thumbs up in chat and sent somebody over to me but it was so impactful those two little gestures were so impactful and and told me a, a hot hell of a lot about kev um that's how i met kev <laughs> you know it's 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 crazy like i can think back to that day those days um sitting in my living room looking at my phone that's how i always i didn't sit in front of my computer searching twitch from my phone and uh i can still picture you know how you have those moments in your life right and you picture exactly the way everything was i mean this is a big deal to me this this whole thing is and always has been but so i remember these things and i can still picture sitting in that living room and it was on a couch that we no longer own but i can still remember I can visually see the hole in the cushion as I'm sitting there on my phone. And I'm like, why does this guy only have seven followers? That was my first reaction when I seen him. He's got this beautiful stream. He's jostling around in his chair. <laughs> and he's got seven followers. This must be his first day. That was my first, my first thing. This has to be his first day. But either way, uh, I, I, it's just one of those things that's embedded in my head. I'm thankful for the day that I stumbled across your stream, and it's been awesome ever since. So, 
yeah too right Kev too right um let's let's we, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about um how things went from there but before we we go there let's 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 focus you know let's, let's put the spotlight on Kev indeed let's do <laughs> we need to let's... find out many things about Kev yes indeed mm. I'm, I'm I'm wondering you know how much is going to be uh, new for me here as as uh, Kev gets to um to tell his story um Kev so in in our first podcast uh Wolvie and Audiophile and and myself uh talked a little bit about who we were sort of you know a, a summary of of where we came from I guess professionally and and uh, personally um so so I, I I talked about you know what what my career had been like up to this point and so did Wolvie um we talked about uh you know generationally where we were and um and like so kev uh over to you well i'm just kev <laughs> um <laughs> let's see here where do we start um i'm 43 years old i think uh that's very similar to someone else in this mm -hmm. um, podcast right now yep. <laughs> um I've been married for 16 years to Casual wow. Karen, who hangs out in my chat. I have two kids. Um, they are 14 and 11, a uh, boy and a girl. Um, what else is there to say? Whereabouts, about whereabouts in, in, the, in the world are you? So I, I, I've been in Ohio, in the United States. I, I've born here, grew up here, and I've never left. I've only been out of this country one time in my life, and that was when my wife and I got married. We went to Canada, Niagara Falls for our... Lovely. Uh, yeah. Um, give, us a, give us a little little bit of your career history. Where, where do you come from uh, career-wise? So, okay. Uh, my dad was a contractor, a carpenter. Uh, I worked very hard as, as a kid. Uh, I was kind of in one of those situations where ends were not being met all that well and it was rough right um so i spent a lot of my weekends and after school helping my dad and doing things i did not like it i wanted to do things with my friends i wanted to play video games i wanted to escape all of that right but it was it was tough and my dad was tough and um so either way i learned a lot of things um once I got out of high school, I didn't go to college. Um, I, I worked as a carpenter. I worked for a couple different companies. Eventually, I moved on from that. I was like, this stuff is too rough, too tough on my body. I got into some IT stuff, and I ended up with working at a, um, a medical system, uh, health oh, system. Wow. And um, I worked in the telecommunications department in an IT group. Uh, and I did that for 15 years. Woo! Wow. And eventually that became too much because uh, mm -hmm. things were expanding too quickly with the group and um, I was on call I carried a pager they even give me a cell phone I had to carry a pager <laughs> and I was on call 24 hours a day and wow. at the drop of a hat I would have to go back in and I had these two little kids at home and my wife worked an hour away we were it was a we were in a hard spot so about four years ago um, I resigned from that job oh. and I was a stay-at-home dad for a bit and then I, I took on another job working for a friend doing uh, some marketing and uh, content creation for some small businesses in our area um, it, it didn't pay great but it was something that kept me busy um, and I was doing that up until COVID up until right. COVID happened and then that job went up in smoke <laughs> as you say um, so now I consider Twitch my full-time job for now. Um, if, if things don't necessarily work out here, I will, you know, I'm capable of doing other things sure, and uh, that's always on the plate. But for now, I am 100% focused on my stream, Fair. the barrel rollers, and helping everybody and anybody I can uh, that's part of our group. One, one reason why we love Casual Kev, he's so genuine. How, how did uh, your career lead you into gaming or was it the other way around? gaming lead you into your career in IT? <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, 
obviously I'm 43. The Atari, I was just looking up. Like, when did the Atari 2600 Okay. Yes. Um, it launched in 1977. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's the same year I was born. It was a few months after I was born. And it's like, that's a nice coincidence. But either way, at some point in my very young age, I don't know how old I was. I do remember my dad getting us an Atari and playing Space Invaders. And there was some game called Dragster. You had to flip the stick back and forth to shift. And it was, it was an awesome game. Um, but that, that's where it started. I had the Atari. And I pretty much probably had every console that came out since and i never was a pc gamer until this year (laughs) but i had every console from that atari on uh every sega every nintendo every playstation and every xbox so um it's i've been it's been my my love man I, i honestly like i don't know anything else that you know if i could pick the perfect life it would be gaming and figuring out how to make it my career okay that's so cool that's so cool all the consoles and um yeah the atari i i remember myself um in primary school but um yeah at first all the kids who had ataris were were all the kids that everyone was jealous of and then you know and then it, the progression started and i think the, the maybe maybe it was a commodore 64 came out and then everybody who had commodore 64 was was the ones that everyone was jealous of and then and then it just progressed you know each each console after that um, yeah yeah but the atari oh man I, yeah I, I i definitely distinctly remember the first time i went to somebody's place and they had an atari and yeah just being blown away but but wow, that is early. That 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 is a, an an early uh, introduction, early. both to games and to um, car games specifically as well. So, so so you're already a gamer. You're already hooked from a very early age. What pushed you into sim racing? What 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 was your first racing title beyond the dragster in Atari? <laughs> um. I don't know for sure what the other racing titles were, but I, for some reason, and I, I'm not a huge car person. I don't know everything or the in and outs of the cars. I do love cars. I love driving, but I don't know all of the technical things mm. about cars. But I've always had this thing about racing games. I don't know why. My brother, he's similar age. He doesn't give. He doesn't care about racing games. He doesn't want to do racing games. I'm like, come on, let's play this racing game. No, he's not interested. But for some reason, I am. And I've always been that way, whether it was on controllers or whatever, from the Gran Turismos, the RC Pro-Am on the Nintendo. You know what I mean? Like, I had all those things. Um, it just was it, it, something that I love. I don't know why. I don't know why. And I always loved manual, like I, my very first car. I learned how to drive in a manual car. So it's like once you get to that point where you can do something with a rig like I have, I, I it just makes you feel like a boss. Even if you're not very good, it makes you feel like a boss if you're able to do that, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean, and drive it that way. So that's it's just it's a good feeling. It's, it's what it's all about. Something very... It's not about being the fastest or the best. It's just about feeling good right on man there's there's something very visceral about it right it's especially when the, when the wheel is kicking in your hands and all of that exactly mm-hmm. exactly it's responding and to you yeah speaking to the wheel tell us about your segue into a wheel i mean at some point we all made that that jump from a controller to the yeah, wheel mentioning earlier about fanatic being an, yeah. an early thing for you so um yeah this so, will be fascinating yeah um, I don't remember exactly when it was, but at one point, Fnatic had released all the Porsche wheels early on. I think it was maybe their first big set of stuff they had set out. And I only had the Xbox 360 at the time. So I bought one of those GT3s, or I don't remember what it was called, but um, I loved it. Well, yeah. But I didn't quite, like, grasp it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't... It wasn't everything to me like it is now do you remember the I had very small kids do you remember the game that motiv- motivated you to buy the wheel what was the game um i was playing the 
Forza series. Ah, very whatever good. Whatever was out okay. at that time. I definitely played the original Xbox, right, you know, right. the original Forza, right? But I didn't have a wheel at that time. Right. I may I I probably bought a used the Xbox 360 wheel way back and kept it for a very short period of time. It it didn't hit the it, it didn't hit the, hit the stride. You know what I mean? It yep. didn't didn't push too much button. for me. I was I had it strapped to a, a TV tray, you know what I mean, those <laughs> things. Um but then at some point with the Forza series on the Xbox 360, I finished on my basement. I had the big screen TV. You know what I mean? You, you had the whole kit and caboodle, and it was like, okay, now we want to set up a wheel down here out of the kid's way, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive. So I did that. Um, and eventually, you know, I faded from it. I did fade from it. The, you know everything going on with kids real life I, oh. I didn't put the time in that I needed and eventually I ended up selling the wheel to someone and it went away and I continued to play racing games I was just on controller and um, everything changed for me on a Black Friday a couple of years ago <laughs> I think it was 2018 Black Friday um, I was interested in I was playing a ton of Forza Horizon 4 with the controller i was making youtube videos and i'm like man i want to get a wheel mm -hmm. so i started watching mm -hmm. and i ended up buying a thrustmaster tmx pro yes and now this was awesome all of a sudden i was enjoying it mm -hmm. i loved it right um uh, it quickly changed like i started looking into other games that i wanted to get what other games can i play this on and uh eventually i, I met some other people i started searching more on twitch and i you know we can get into some of those influential people that, certainly, um, certainly that i met that i met through twitch that um helped push me to where i am today fascinating kev fantastic story Do you have a, a, another question about the the wheel uh Wooly? uh again what made you choose thrustmaster was it black friday Strictly on sale? I mean, because you were you were in Fanatec's ecoverse for a for a brief period of time. And, but you know that was probably eight years before I changed. I mean, that was a long time ago. And then I had nothing for years. And then when I decided to come back, I'm like, I don't want. You know, Fanatic stuff is a little more pricey. They they changed as I well. Looking... I, I think Fanatic was not super pricey to begin with. I think. They, they were maybe a tier above Logitech's, but they, mm -hmm. they, they weren't as expensive as they are now. From memory, from memory. Mm -hmm. I can't remember that very, yeah. very well, though. When I started doing the little bit of research on, like, okay, what do I want? Obviously, I seen the, the, the Logitech G29s and the 920, and then I see the Thrustmaster stuff. And I'm one of those people that will research something forever and watch 100 YouTube videos to make sure that I'm getting what I want and the single thing that sold me on Thrustmaster over the Logitech was the manual shifter I saw that people weren't necessarily happy with the feel of the, oh, yeah. of the Logitech and that even though you had to spend more money to get the Thrustmaster version it didn't come with it it was much better and that was the reason I went Thrustmaster. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, brilliant. Uh, really, really love how, um, how you progressed and, and, and also that, um, it's something that started up and faded, um, because of, you know, real life factors. And then it's something that's come back in force because I think, I think a, a lot of people sort of our age, similar to our age, um, you know, with the children growing up and, and becoming more independent, um, you know, a finding that they have uh, some time or some capability to explore their own hobbies and, and start coming into this sort of thing. I mean, um, there I, I know there are a lot of people who would love to do real life driving, real life competition, but the time and um and financial commitment to that sort of thing is you know uh it's um an another level above 
mm-hmm. the commitment, time, time, and financial commitment of doing sim racing. You know, mm-hmm. the accessibility is not there. Um, but I, I, it's really interesting that um, a lot of your information came from Twitch. So, were you? Um, when did you start looking into Twitch, and 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 why? Well, if I look back at my account, I think that I opened it or I created it way back in like 2017 or something right along on. that line. I, I didn't use it too much though. I, I basically I have a brother-in-law who was doing the division uh-huh. or something like that and i was doing my part to support him so i followed one person and that was him <laughs> and i would tune in and watch him play the division so that's why i had a twitch account um and it didn't come full circle until what last early 2019 where i was like well i was i was doing a little bit of youtube stuff recording and you know uh was doing things with my kids basically my channel was revolved around me and my kids we were a squad we weren't it yeah. wasn't me it was the three of us <laughs> and eventually they they thought it wasn't cool enough to it wasn't cool to play with dad anymore so wait so dad dad had to rebrand <laughs> so um in segue to the origin of your name you created this account back in 2017 with this current name no, no, we, right. we were a different name. Okay, gotcha. We were a different name. So, yeah, the history yeah. of the the history of your name creation obviously is is something we're interested in as well. So that's what I was asking. Yeah. So, yeah, we were we were called the Jordan Gamer Squad. <laughs> and, uh, obviously, that's a tie into my my last name. Um, but that was that was who we were, and it was either me and my son doing stuff, co op stuff together, or me and my daughter, or the three of us. And fascinating. And that's what we did. And eventually, they were like we're not we're not down with this dad we're out and i'm like oh okay so you're i guess i'm rebranding your your name change (laughs) came shortly thereafter i imagine as soon as you embraced using twitch a little more um frequently yeah Yeah, it's another one of those moments where you i can picture sitting on the, the couch in the other room and uh my daughter helping i'm like what am i gonna call myself what am what am i and she goes well you're kev and and you're you're not sweaty you're kind, of, you're kind of laid back. I love it. Not sweaty. I and, love it. And she goes, and I'm like, casual with a K? And that's where it was. Nice. Casual Kev. And then eventually I had to look and make sure it was available on Twitch and YouTube and all the places. So I had to add the TV on the end because there are there is another casual Kev out there somewhere. There's a few of them out there. They are. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, fantastic, Kev. Glad to hear it. Lovely story, man. Love to know the origin. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, circle back to uh, okay. So so you 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 converted your uh, Twitch over to Casual Kev. Were you already was that was that when you were um, were already doing your research into a a wheel at that time? Um, By the time. I actually changed my name. I had already had the wheel, right. but I wasn't. I had the TMX, and I was just. I had already met Doctor DNA. Right. Uh, okay. So Doctor DNA was my first influence into what I'm doing now. Doctor DNA three three three. I had met him, and I had my old Twitch name. Right. Um, which was which was not even Jordan Gamer Squad. It was something else. It was my old Xbox Gamer Tag. Um, my YouTube channel was the Jordan thing, but I met Dr. DNA and I'm in there is this other name that no one can pronounce because it's just my name spelled backwards. And it's like, what the hell is a Nidkev? Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They thought I was Russian or from another country. It didn't make any sense. Um, so through meeting him and I'm like, dude, I want, I want to get involved in this game. Uh, you know, that at that point, that's when I eventually did the, the changeover. And I remember showing back up in his channel. I'm like, you know how people do this now in our channels. Hey, I ch- this is me. It's me. I changed my name. So that was me. I, that was me last summer. I was like, <laughs> Hey doc, it's me. It's Kev. So uh, that, that's, uh, that's when it started and it wasn't long after it was not long after that that uh, i met so many 
more, including with both of you. Yeah, I was going to say, it, very shortly thereafter, I think I met you guys, yeah. It, it grew very quickly, or the, my friendship with many people started happening very, very quickly after uh, hanging out with Doc and getting into dirt. I mean, I'm talking a couple weeks, and I think I was in both of your guys' streams. Love it. Love it. Fantastic. Wow, that's, that, that actually has filled in a, a, a lot of detail uh, for myself. Like, I had had uh, uh, spots, like, in the timeline, but now it, I, I feel like I've, I've got a way more complete timeline of, of how kind it all went down. Much better picture. Yes, indeed. And I'm glad to have met you. Yes. <laughs> of course. Oh, man. I remember that uh, in my first week on Twitch, um, I didn't even know what a raid was or a host. I, I, I didn't... I, actually, I think I'd seen hosting and it just confused me. I, I, I didn't get it too well like i mean i mean i could see what was happening right I'd, I'd go to somebody's channel they're offline they're hosting someone else and that meant i was watching somebody else i sort of in a way i didn't get the point i didn't really understand um sometimes i i thought i was looking at the person that i was visiting their channel because it, 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 it would take me a minute or two to sort of go oh this is not actually them i can see they're hosting um, but very, my, my, my first week, uh, I think I did a couple of days of, um, Dirt Rally 2 streams and then, but on my Friday, which is Thursday for you guys, Forza Horizon 4 would refresh their weekly, um, uh, challenges and, and content. And so I streamed it and then RipRev08 jumped into my channel. He organized for somebody who was streaming Forza Horizon to come raid me. And that was the first experience of, of me uh, seeing what a raid is and what happens. Um, really shortly after, I had a stream. And I was finishing close to when sort of Kev might be starting. And I remember saying, all right, I am going to be finishing up shortly but i'd like to raid someone so if if any of you guys watching are going live soon i'd love to raid you and then kev was like yeah i can go live nice and i yeah i i do remember that being you know the first time i raided anyone and um and, and which we already had this group that, that, that would bounce between our streams because the group we we've become friends we want to keep hanging out you know, just because just because i'm i'm exhausted and i'm tired doesn't mean that everyone else is done <laughs> so um yeah I, I i do remember that um very clearly um being the start of that so at, at what point did you two yahoos put your heads together and and come up with discord i mean what What's the origin of this? It's just, you're, you're, obviously you're in each other's streams and you're discussing competition. I, I'll, I'll start with that because Casual Kev doesn't know what Discord is. <laughs> I've never heard of Discord. I just, I know Rain and the Alcoholic Ninja planned the thing and they just said that we're going to create this place where we can hang out that's all i knew i i was there right i was there but i had i've never been in the discord um, <laughs> i i shouldn't say i've never been in discord i was i was invited to another discord and i was there and i'm like this is confusing i don't know what's going on yeah. so um i didn't do anything so I, I knew of it but i didn't do anything uh well, what I remember was, um, you know, one of the very first issues we stumbled across was, um, you know, Hitman was on PS4, uh, Kev was on Xbox, so was Plow, um, and I think Inferno Impreza was on PS4 as well, and other people were on PC, and in the early days, I, 
I, I didn't know what clubs were. Um, I just used to do daily challenges, weekly challenges, and sometimes monthly challenges. And so initially I was like, look, let's, um, yeah, anybody who's here, add me on Steam and I can see your name on the leaderboard for, um, uh, for dailies and weeklies and the like. But then, of course, Kev's like, well, I'm on Xbox, Plow's on Xbox, and, and Hitman's all, uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on PS4, and you can't add each other. And I think back in those days, you, you just came up as Dirt Player. <laughs> I was the fastest Xbox player. That's, that's when I was fast. Yeah. Uh, when you're um, only filtering on Xbox and not global. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I remember, Kev, uh, you had a clip, and you probably still, I, I hope you still got this clip. You know, you're, you're number three in the world uh, on the leaderboards in New England. I remember that's one of the first things I saw um, on your channel, and, and me not really understanding Twitch very well. You know, I thought it was like YouTube where you, you type in a comment, you know, and, and, and then the other person sees it and the creator sees it and they can reply. But of course, that's that's not quite how it works. It was, it was funny how Twitch did have that commenting um, feature. Mm -hmm. it's, it's gone now, but they, they, they used to have that. Um, but anyway, that, that's a digression. Um, so around about the same time and the same guy dr dna he was uh part of um racing corp tv's um team rctv and there was an rctv um dirt rally 2 club and i joined in on it and um i think that's uh, and i ran it and that's when i found out that um somebody said oh yeah uh, you know i've i've run in rctv and i'm on ps4 and I was like, oh, so these things are cross-platform. Right, well, we should have a club because it'll make it easier for us to... <laughs> easier for us to, to, to compare times, um, you know, on the stages. But just before that, like the, 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 I have to add that the community was already getting really strong between us. Um, because I, I remember, uh, I, I think it was, I think it might have been Kev was on before me and then raided into me. Um, but during Kev's stream, we had Inferno Impreza riding down everybody's times because Kev could see the X Xbox times of Plow. And so at that point, Inferno Impreza was writing down everybody's times on the dailies and the weeklies. And then Inferno Impreza was on PS4. And he also jumped on his PS4 and wrote down his times and uh, Hitman's times. And then when we went to my stream, then we could see the PC times. And Inferno, we'd, always, we'd, we'd look at the times there and then Inferno Impreza would be typing in chat everybody else's times. It was, oh my it was remarkable the, the lengths that we went to to compare times and 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 you know socialize but we, we it was because we were becoming fast friends you know we we, we had a good time doing it we, we were all we were all uh, really into it and actually another another thing to, to, to that we learned in those early days was inferno impreza you know being a, a school kid he, he's got a very um he had a low-end phone and he was trying to watch twitch on his low-end phone Whenever he came to my my stream, he would just get a black screen and audio. Now, despite this, this the, the, the draw of being part of a community, he still listened. And and when he could hear that the stage was over, he'd be typing in chat, what time did he get? What time did he get? He <laughs> would just pay attention Dedication. to chat. It was amazing. But that's how I found yeah. out about the 4500 bitrate thing, which I won't talk about now, but, but yeah. Once, once I changed that 4500 bitrate, Impress is like, oh, I can see you on my phone now. Um, so that was a, a big revelation there. But yeah, look, that's how, um, you know, that's, that's when we created the first club, and that was the Twitch DR2 club. And it was called Twitch DR2 because I was just like, well, this is for the... Dirt Rally 2 community on Twitch. So let's call mm -hmm. it Twitch DR2. And, and there and it was. It, 
in prior to this, the Discord still had not been formed yet. No, this no was, Discord. This was still a, a thought yet to be formulated. Yep, Very it was. Good. It was everybody was still just trying to jump into each other's streams and catch each other online. Interesting. Um, and then the first week that Twitch DR two was up, you know, we everybody was jumping into each other's streams. You know, we jumped into Alcoholic Ninja, into Kev, into my stream, and then um, I remember, uh, you know plow and paddle were running it and and i i distinctly recall you know uh by this stage i found out about multiple tabs you know and i was uh, plow was running and and pat was plow and pat were running at the same time but as soon as project pattern 99 realized that plow was running he, he basically stopped running to watch plow because plow had the very first shit run <laughs> which uh he's <laughs> His car was abs an absolute wreck. His radiator was gone, but he would not quit. And multiple stages without a service, you know, he was this is absolutely the epic, that thing through the epic yeah. plow run that we've heard about. The legendary yes. epic plow run. Very good. Good to put that yes. in context. And and it ended up being me and Pat just watching plows shit run <laughs> the whole time, stage after stage, um, and and having a great time. But then we realized, well, you know, we we need more than just each other's streams. And so Alcoholic Ninja was on my back saying, Rain, when when are we gonna create a Discord? And I'm like, All right, I'll get right onto it. And um so so like Kev, I'd seen Discords. I think I might have had a little bit more insight into how to use it because I had a bit more history into uh forums. Uh you know, old old school forums, BBSs, or, or what have you. Extensive experience with that, and with uh, team voice clients like um, Teamspeak and Ventrilo, and I'm sure there was another one, but I can't remember now. But it's long dead. And 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 the way I saw Discord was sort of like that; those two things mashed into one service. And so I was like, all right, well, I'll create it. And Alcoholic Ninja had big experience with setting up the bots and the like so he helped out with that um at the very early stages and and so then we had a discord and um yeah it's it sort of it was Did... sort of like okay well i called the discord the twitch dr2 community discord and one of the first things alcoholic ninjas said to me after I invited him in, so he, Alcoholic Ninja was the second person to, to, to jump into the Discord because we we're setting it up. He jumped in, and one of the first things he said to me was that that name is is not not know, gonna work. No, that, not gonna work. You can't, you can't, you can't. We, we can't have this name. And I was like, well, this is descriptive. He's like, yeah, but it's it, description is not a good name. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Um, and I, I sort of wanted to to capture the the whole um you know. Uh, not not so casual, but um, what I don't know what the, what the term is. I wanted to capture the spirit of, of us all, you know, the, the, whatever skill level, whatever experience level, that there was something that equalized us all, that made us all the same. And, uh, and I was like, well, what's something that happens to us all? A barrel roll happens because you know we we're trying and and things don't work out, and boom, 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 there you go. And and it, it and it, the barrel rolls <laughs> were happening frequently yeah. for all of us. Way more than they happen now. I mean, we were barrel rolling. <laughs> it really happened a lot back in back in those days. But I mean, it still it still happens. But yeah, quite a lot. And 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 it is something. It is it is that event, right? You know, where um, no matter where you think you are, if, if you're doing good or you're doing bad, you know, it is that event that brings you right back into like, ugh. You know, you, 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 you throw your hands up. It's like, oh, well, I'm rolling. That's it. That's it. Nothing I can do about it. So absolutely fascinating. That yeah. fills in a <laughs> lot of uh, missing information for me on how the community was formed, how the name came about. I love it. Fantastic. And I guess from there, it was, it was just natural. Um, you know, as we we created the Discord, and you know we wanted more people to to run our club. So, you know, if if we'd be streaming the club, and and somebody would would jump in and say, oh, you know, how do I join? Oh, well, here's a Discord, and, and here's the um club link. And then of course, 
people who arrived already had clubs and so we're like all right well we'll run your club as well you know and then we're like, all right well let's let's make a list of of these uh, clubs that the community runs and let's you know we started being focused about our community about everyone on twitch uh, about the dirt rally 2 um community on twitch and so it was like as more of a dirt rally 2 community on twitch came on board um you know the, the list of clubs grew and grew and grew um and before we knew it we had more clubs than we could run of a week i mean twitch dr2 used to be tw 12 stages uh, most of the clubs used to be 12 stages but it was like whoa we, this is just way too much because of how many clubs and we started you know compacting them down to to help people be able to to run all the clubs they needed to run of a week um but things just sort of grew organically as um you know we you know particularly because we would we, we'd know of other people on dirt rally 2 on twitch and you know we'd, we'd raid into other people and um they'd find out about us and then they'd join in um and then there was a concept floated um i, I think nathaniel tragic might have been one of actually one of the first to to talk about the concept um about having you know uh 24 hours of dirt rally 2 streaming um and just having multiple uh streamers just sort of passing the torch organically but um it was Nizchik who i remember jumping up and saying we should coordinate it we should slot people in because we we're global we've got people in 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 the americas we've got people in europe and we have some people who can bridge the time zones like myself in australia and Nizchik was like I, I i think we can fill in every single um hour in a 24 hours and and uh, so and Nizchik actually you know looked at all all the people we had and and the times that they regularly streamed and Nizchik was the one who was like, yeah, you know, this can happen. We can do this. Um, and we had our first Rollathon. And I think that was huge in in um, introducing more and more people to um, Barrel Rollers and, and what we were doing. I think that was the first huge kickstart in the growth of the community and Discord. Um, and that was what that was just a couple weeks before Christmas, yes. I believe, right in December yes. this past year, was the very first rollerthon. Was it was <laughs> it the first weekend of December or something like that? It was around there. I know I was stressing because I had just built my PC and I was <laughs> I was trying to convert everything over to my PC before my two hours in that rollerthon, mm -hmm. and I was stressed. <laughs> That was it. Was nerve wracking. It, it yeah. absolutely was nerve wracking. I, I I remember how nerve wracking. Yeah. Oh my god, this is me, brand new to streaming, and you guys throw me into a marathon. I've only <laughs> barely been in the barrelers for like maybe a month. <laughs> Let's do a marathon. <laughs> Dirty runs. Well, we went from the guy who didn't have a camera. You just oh heard his grumbly voice. God. To here he is. You're yeah, getting a rate of 50. And along those lines, I'm ever grateful to Casual Kev. He he obviously stumbled into my stream when I was a fledgling and, and really not streaming, just kind of being. <laughs> and it was only a few weeks after you guys formed your Discord. So I, I, yeah. I distinctly remember Kev, and it was a, a whirlwind from meeting Kev to getting an invite to the Discord to showing up in the Discord and beginning to interact and socialize and just watch what Kev did <laughs> and meeting Rain accordingly. And then you guys were the two most heavily influencers for me. And so again, back to casual Kev, it absolutely pleased that I met him and a uh, huge influence. So many thanks to both of you for the creation of our community. Def definitely was Kev who, um, who introduced uh, most of us to, to you, Wolvie, at that time. 
Um, I think it might have even been a Kev raid in, into you. It was the first time I, I actually got to catch one of your streams. And uh, I had, like you, I had no idea what a raid was. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, uh. I was afraid of the word raid. I remember reading that if you get a raid, you better be prepared. You got to be prepared. Yeah. You got to you got to be ready to entertain those people and all this. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's a raid? I don't know what that means. I don't know how to entertain. I just remember being very scared of like what you know, like like I was gonna get random raids from like people that I have no clue who they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just random things happen. Like all of a sudden, there's these people. It turns out that that doesn't happen so often. But yeah. I was very afraid of that. Yeah, the the rollerthon. The, the very first large raid I received from you guys, it just, I, I was absolutely frightened, stage fright, nervous. But I remember uh, shortly after it happened, it was just like, it was natural. It's like, oh, yeah. this feels right. This feels absolutely right. So, you know, again, wonderful, wonderful community. And, and all thanks to you guys. I, I, oh, I think with a Rollathon in, in particular, I, I think one of the, the nice things about it is that, um, it's it's a raid but the people who are coming in it's it's peppered with people that, that you should already know but already know you and um you know they're introducing you to, to they're introducing other people to you and you to other people as well so i think that that is one of the ways it it, it really helps and um you know it's it's a lot of positive energy coming in um and yes, there, there is that initial rush, and I, I've, I've seen it many, many times when bang, the big raid happens, and 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 the initials like whoa, holy, and, and and but once once everyone sort of goes okay, well, you're here now, I suppose I better just get into it. You know, things just sort of naturally flow from there, and and uh, you know, while two hours in the real world can feel like a, a long time two hours streaming is is over you know you blink and then whoa it's i've got 10 minutes to go and and, and my two hours is up um so i think that was a good thing about having the, the two hours um two hour slots with a, a rollathon um yeah and and it was it was a a great sort of big kick to um to kickstarter of, of, of barrel rollers i think we we experience a, a quite a good good surge of growth and i think um dirt rally 2 uh experience a, a large nice sort of surge in popularity at the time um mind you it was still actively receiving uh, new content um i believe rollathon one We'd sort of just received uh, whales, maybe Greece, Greece and whales, whales, yep. whales maybe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was whales. I couldn't tell you. Uh, Finland came along at some point. I don't remember when it was, that was. It was. It was between the two rollathons. Finland came out. Okay. I, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure about that. Could be wrong. <laughs> It, the whole game was the whole game was so new to yeah. me at that point that like it's 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 a rally blur in my head like I don't I don't know what was original content I don't know what was add-ons I just remember Finland and Scotland coming that's the two I remember coming well everything else was a blur indeed Scotland uh, as part of a Colin McRae pla uh, pack you know um, the timing of that we 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 actually timed the second rollathon. Um, to be the weekend after the release of Scotland, and so we all were running Scotland um, for a second rollathon. Of course, the second rollathon was huge. There were so many people involved. You know, we we stretched that out to, to to pretty much the entire weekend. I think it was forty eight hours in the end. Um, but I think the the second rollathon was even bigger because of course you know we we built upon um everything that happened before plus you know everybody was staying at home with a pandemic um so that second roll of one was <laughs> the, the the number of of viewers we had you know was was alarming it really was alarming and it, I, it, I, yeah the organization was 
almost flawless. I mean, we learned a lot from the first Rollathon, and oh, a yeah. lot, a lot of stuff went on in the background. I think that very few people are aware of. A lot of planning and a lot of key people making that happen. I, I particularly was pleased with how, how almost seamless it 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 went off. I mean, it it was virtually worry-free for the most part. There were a few spots we in there we had to work. One, one <laughs> particularly alarming uh, point where um, uh, you know my somebody's... books, I think was. Yeah, uh, it was my oh, vote that that was yeah. rough um yep. <laughs> even in the first rollathon um i i remember i think it was true racing's internet went down oh right yep his internet went down um but then we realized that uh if he got onto mobile he could do he could still raid and and that you know we we're able to salvage it so yeah true racing was a champ um, I, I've never seen such a thing on Twitch. Uh, uh, yeah. Coordinated, you know, what over a dozen drivers, if not more, uh, in a 24-hour period, raiding into each other in a very coordinated fashion, smoothly done. I've never seen anything like it um, before or since. I don't know if there is such a thing in the Twitch world, but I'm very proud of what uh, rollers achieve with with those roller thons. That was amazing. Indeed. Um... And and it, it, the timing of a second rollathon as well, um, the it, it was just just as um, the PlayStation Plus got free access to Dirt Rally Two as well, and and that brought in a huge um, interest spike again. Um, you know, it, it, at at that time as well, uh, all sort of motorsports was cancelled and and went virtual and and we had people like uh matthias uh matthias adilson um coming to twitch and and streaming you know and for those who don't know his name he's a i think a swedish um rally champion in in real life uh we had uh people like um uh mika salo former um formula one driver uh, playing some Dirt Rally too. We had some big names coming into Twitch and, and bringing a lot of new people uh, into Twitch as well. So there was a, a huge spike, and, and that spike sort of continued for um, uh, you know, for a couple of months um, before you know people started getting back into the real world, and, and we're, we're seeing a, a little bit of a, um, a wind down uh, from those heady days. I think we're still in a a much much uh, better and bigger place than we were at the start of all of that. Um, particularly, uh, I mean, in, in in the numbers on our Discord, uh, I think I look back and before it all started, um, we might have had we might have been around about the four hundred mark um, in terms of our membership, and today uh, we actually crested a thousand today. Um, so yeah the, the, that growth at least in our discord membership has continued um, it, it's it's never slowed down since then so even while twitch uh, has receded a bit I think the community is still very very strong even if we're busy uh, with real life coming back I, I think we're still very very strong um and yeah, it certainly shows in the activity, and um, and the friendships that are made uh, in the community. I think it, it it keeps people around, even if Twitch itself, you know, um, people have might have less time to spend on Twitch, people might have less time to spend um, in Dirt Rally Two. Uh, I think just like how we started, it's it's the bonds and the friendships that uh, that keep everyone around. Um, so it's, it's an it's anchor point. It's yeah. an anchor point to the chaos in the world, and that's how I look at it. It's it's family. I I can come into into our Discord and immediately be entertained and soothed by other people's experiences, by other people's information, memes, whatever. It's it's an amazing uh, informational slash social media slash organization slash everything <laughs> it's, it's an anchor it's an anchor in the world of chaos right now and uh, i love it 
I mean, it's 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 where I turn to when I want to talk to my friends about things that I love. You know, and mm. uh, it's not Facebook for me. It's it's not Facebook. <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> any of any of those. I mean, obviously we have presence on Twitter and Instagram, um, yeah. both individually and and community wise. But as Rain said, I I it's my central app that I go to, uh, yeah. our Discord community. So without a doubt. Out it out. Um, so then, looking to the future, um, you know that's that's the the history of a barrel roll is basically up up to this point, a, a much condensed version. <laughs> there are, there are definitely more stories, but um, uh, I, I think I, I look forward to um, getting into in in future podcasts. Um, but you know, in into the future, you know, I think we've been waiting for uh other games to sort of explore as a community um well and when i say other games are fresh new titles because from from the start i think there have been other titles that we've um you know jumped into just because we have that interest you know we've we've done uh i racing enduros um which were amazing but uh if not not sort of does we don't sort of have that frequency um it they're, they're more singular events um for example uh but i think we've we recently had because we we've, we've we're one year old now we just celebrated our, our one year birthday by having um you know having events having some lobbies and i think there's definitely um uh a, a lot of value a lot of fun that we have in these lobbies and and so we, we will continue to do more um but also there, there's there's a couple of games that we, we were hoping would uh be a nice place for us to uh to to go into as a community that haven't <laughs> quite got there so we still continue to to be looking forward to to things um the I mean, uh, uh, adaptation yeah. of said games is is going to have to be evenly paced yeah <laughs> we'll have to kind of see where things land with those with those new games coming up wc9 was um was a, a, a had huge potential for us we heard that they were going to uh, introduce clubs which is of course as we we've covered the the, the thing that really you know catalyzed the the, the community um but the limitations of of clubs means it won't it won't be able to take the same places as Dirt Rally 2, unfortunately. Uh, maybe they could improve that in the future, and if that's the case, I think WC9 could be something we could look into. I think uh, the co-op, the navigation feature, when that's released, that could be a time that we might want to look into WC9, because we, uh, you know, myself and uh, Terran Raptor did a thing in the very, very early days where we, you know, wrangled Dirt Rally 2's uh, spectate feature to try to make that work. Um, I also did something recently with uh, Impreza 0109 where I navigated for him. Um, I, I, it's, it's such a fun thing to do. So I, I am looking forward to that, at least for WC9. Um, Dirt 5 it's definitely not Rally uh, they've really separated the Rally from Dirt 5 uh, I've got early access to um, the track creation side of things and track creation is great I mean it, it is the user generated side of Dirt Rally 2 that we love so the more sort of user-generated content that that we get access to, I think, is great as well. Um, Project Cars Two had uh, Rallycross, and in fact, that was my first experience with. Oh, well, not my first experience. The first time I loved Rallycross was in Project Cars Two. Of course, Dirt Rally One had um, Rallycross, and I, I just could not get into it. But in Project Cars 2, I liked it. So Project Cars 3, I thought, could have had potential. I'm still not sure about Project Cars 3. I don't know. 
it's um the, the change of direction I, I i i'm not sure um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i've obviously been following all three titles and i'm i'm not overly impressed with any one of them at this point um but um you know we need to exercise our equipment so Oops, we, we we need to exercise our equipment. There's motion at my front door. <coughs> <laughs> We're used to hearing That's that Wolf's voice. Front door. That's my front door. <laughs> knock knock. It's part of the, it's part of Wolf. Exactly. It's fine. Leave it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you hear the elephant stomping around above me, it's part of it's part of what you get with me. Yeah. And with rain, it's the birds. It's the tropical the birds. birds with rain. Yep. <laughs> Or the leaf blower. The leaf blower. <laughs> right. So here's here's hoping that you know that uh, I think our community will remain strong regardless yeah. of whatever games flow through. We've got enough camaraderie and enough people that have created new friendships here that it continues to be a draw. So I'm I'm hopeful that we can you know continue to work dirt too um, and and utilize the clubs and the competitive nature of those clubs. The esports is a e big draw a right now. Thing. And I think that esports and clubs will keep Dirt 2 alive for, for many months to come. Uh, but, you know, really hoping for something a little more solid than, than what we're seeing with uh, WRC 9 and, and sort of Dirt 5 and PC3. Um, they're not, with the exception of potentially WRC 9, they're not sim titles per se. Um, and so it makes it difficult for a lot of those hardcore guys <laughs> to accept games like that. I mean, it, it, I had Dirt 4. And I, I will be honest, I played it for maybe two weeks, maybe. And, you know, I bought all of the DLC that was available at the time. And here I am, you know, years later, I haven't touched it. It just, it just, it did not appeal to me. I went right back to playing Dirt 1. <laughs> I, I think we are learning lessons as, as sim racing, you know, evolves. You know, the, the number of titles that sit on your, um, in your, in your library that go untouched. Um, and you find out which ones draw you back in and draw you back in. And I, I have seen people taking breaks from Dirt Rally 2 of weeks, of months. Then they come back. Um, a lot of them will come back just for, just to hang out, just to, to, to do the um, community thing once again. Um, and they might be gone again after they come back. And then they come back again. So uh, it's it's like you guys said, you know, it's, it, the community is is the rock. It's it's the anchor. It's it's what brings people back, and it's certainly what's kept us, you know, so um, involved and, and and has kept us uh, uh, continuously engaged. Is is to 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 be with our friends. Um, I'm very excited for the future. Yes. Potential new events with new games. I love the the whole aspect of of event based um, social uh, social um, gatherings yeah. within our community. I, I think it's a big thing, and I think it's something that can continue to hold us together. And, Absolutely, and even even produce growth if we if we get the right title in there, we can make that happen. It's it's <clears> been, um, uh, I mean, having Twitch and um, being able to participate in in what you see on Twitch is 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 big as well. Um, especially in, in in pandemic times when we don't get to the, the luxury of face-to-face of -face contact as much as we used to. Um, you know, it, it certainly is my number one source of socialization at the moment. And, and, it's uh, a family I, number two, right? It's a family, mm -hmm. <laughs> bottom line. <laughs> so, so the main thing, I think, for us for now in the future for the Barrel Rollers is to continue um, with events. We Don't Rally 2 is not going anywhere. Uh, nothing has arrived yet to supplant it. Um, and on a personal level, um, regardless of you know the clubs regardless of of the levels of participation i i still really really enjoy driving the cars they're nuanced enough the the, the locations are, are different enough that um i am so far from having mastered any of them. any location any car um i still get in there and there's still so much to learn 
So there's I, still plenty of value there for me. I'm still waiting for my burnout point with Dirt 2. It hasn't happened yet. Um, meeting you guys has only incented me to go further. Next is age pattern and clutch. I, I, <laughs> I have, I have all hope and 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 plans for this game. It's it's still learning and still have lots of wonderful content to go with this game. I think um, so. I'm quite ecstatic about it. We cannot wait to see you dance. Oh God, <laughs> dancing on beers and gears was not pretty. No, that wasn't pretty. We, we didn't say anything about pretty. We just said dance. Just dance. I don't dance pretty yeah, either. Exactly. That's the thing. I don't dance pretty either, but I, I get it done somehow. Uh, it's, uh, I, again, it's a testimony to the uh, to the the hold of the game. I, I mean, I've invested more in this game in the last six months than I thought I ever would in any game. <laughs> but I've had not had one single regret over any one of those pieces of equipment added, um, and I'm incented to do more. I, I just... I want another game like this to, to completely suck me in. <laughs> but I haven't found it yet. So until well, we then... Something, something to look forward to. Exactly. Thank you to everyone who has listened to our second podcast. We will be recording more podcasts, inviting many more special guests on to interview and to share their extensive backgrounds and experiences with us in future episodes so stay tuned to the barrel rollers website and to our discord um please uh, feel free to uh, provide feedback love to hear what um, you guys thought of um, our second effort and we'd also love to hear ideas on um future content what would you guys like to know about what would you guys like us to to talk more about or to um, elaborate more on. Um, so until then, thank you again for tuning in and hope to um, present to you again next time. Bye-bye.